What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 79 of your favorite podcast, the Grower Die Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. Ooh, today we've got an ego check-in store for you. I love this one. Honestly, this one was fucking hilarious inside. I think you guys are going to enjoy it a lot, and you're going to be laughing your ass off plenty throughout this podcast episode. We had a really good conversation, a very constructive conversation, and man, I can't wait for you guys to dig into it. Episode 79, as always, brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Check out that new Raw Intro Workout. Check out that Revive Calm. Every single Calm bottle comes with my signature on it, just for you. They send it to my house, I sign it, and then I send it out to you. You'll never know if that's true or not, but try it out and you'll find out. Episode 79, I'll see you inside. All right, so it is currently... Sunday, August 23rd, according to my phone. And you guys are hearing this um, and you're like scrambling to your list. Like, wait, wait, that was that was a week ago. I was supposed to hear this one already. So um, Scott and I have been in a really interesting predicament. So as you're hearing this, I am in South Carolina for Junior USA's. As we're recording this, we're still in studio here in Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. And as you guys know, like we record the day before all of our drops every time, um, every single time we have no edits. Yep. We just yep. like literally let it rip. Yep. And, you know, I think that's cool. I think that's what's dope about uh, like successful podcasts. Or I think that's what could make a, a podcast very successful is, you know, usually we open up with starting dialogue mm -hmm. of you know, this is what's happening. This is yeah. know, what's yeah. going yeah. on all these yeah. times. Um, so it's funny because I was sitting here kind of stumped how to start this podcast. And I was like, what's wild about this is like, this is going to drop next Friday. It's currently Sunday. Mm -hmm. This is going to drop in five days. Yep. Like, man, what if it's Thursday night and some just bonkers happens? And like, or, we just come on the podcast, like, oh, welcome to your favorite podcast. <laughs> Something astronomical happens like yeah. in the government or like yeah. in the United States. Yeah. yeah. We usually talk about it. And like we, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're behind. What was it? Friday. You guys heard that the Liptons were here. I know. I know. We, we had so <laughs> again, Friday. another Last fucking Friday. challenge Yeah, is episode 77 was supposed to drop Monday it's, and it's, yep. it's going to drop Monday yep. now for you guys. Yep. And you guys have all heard it by this point. So the Libsyn who Scott uses to actually push the podcast to production, they fucked something up along the way and they dropped it Friday. So a lot of you might've woken up. A lot of our subscribers woke up with, you have two new grow or die podcasts. Yeah. And when I woke up and saw that, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, he texted me. Yeah. It was, I just, got, it I was panicked. just supposed to be the Q and a, I was on the phone with Apple for yeah. like an hour, but like it wasn't going to matter much other. And we already have like a ton of listeners on it yeah almost 400 and, yeah and it wasn't going to matter much but it was like the intro like again we're recording these ahead like the yeah, intro yeah. is like well the Libtons are here like yeah, the Libtons are fucking here Megan Dolly's here Megan Dolly's not here yeah. Brandon Cooper's here Brandon Cooper's not none of these people are fucking yeah, here it's <laughs> it, it was supposed to be relevant as of, yeah. we were trying to predict ahead relevant yeah. as of August 24th yeah, yeah but it makes me feel um you know a little bit weird I, I don't like the feeling so I pride myself in being unbelievably authentic yeah I was having a conversation um with my good friend Melissa um she lives up in in the northeast she's in the whole New York New Jersey whole situation mm -hmm. of like no life occurring right now yep um 
and I was having a conversation with her and we started talking about how people perceive us online versus how people perceive us offline. And I, you know, I, I brought up to her that commonly when I meet people, number one, they usually tell me I'm bigger in person and I fucking <laughs> love that. That makes me feel good. Um, but, you know, number two, they're shocked that my energy in person and my um I really hate using the term obnoxiousness, but I am kind of an obnoxious person. Um, You you can hear that laugh from a mile away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's (laughs) people at the Arnold who like who hunt me down based on following my laugh. Yeah. Uh, So I take a lot of pride in the authenticity. And like if you follow Instagram, like that's why we started this podcast. Actually, was because every time I started posting on Instagram, there was such a massive disconnect for me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not able to actually get my message or my personality across. Yeah. And like I'm not one. I, I, to be 100% real, I have no time in my day to sit here and record Instagram stories. Yeah. Talking to you guys about things. Yeah. I, there, there's nowhere in my day where that would fit my schedule. Mm-hmm. And so like most of my Instagram stories are me talking about team Haley, sharing client wins, um, you know, promoting items that, mm-hmm. that, that I believe in. Um, and so we started this podcast for me to be really authentic and, and for you guys to get to know Scott and kind of who he is, what he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. And it's done that, but like now, you know, we're getting into this competition season. We're going to start having to record um, podcasts yeah. ahead. Yeah. Uh, it's a great what's, problem to have. What's super funny is we'll record podcasts ahead for this, but yeah. like we'll probably drop a podcast on Christmas or something like yeah. that. Most people would take off. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But we also, and it will be real time. We don't stop working. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's we, fair. we, we want to do a live podcast. Yes. I would love to do that. Yeah. That that would be really cool. We, uh, I'm not 100% sure how we can do that. I know Scott can easily figure it out. Um, but we, we'd like to do a live podcast. So if you guys are interested in like maybe one a month, dude, wait, even a live Q and a, like a live Q and a with the podcast. Oh no, that would be dope. Yeah. That would be that fire. Would be sick. What if we did an IGT, IGTV live or we an could. IG live mm-hmm. while we recorded and then we just recorded everything going on. Um, we could. So the, we, the news you found out about, the potential change in college football. Dude, this is wild. This is wild. That's on a Friday. Yeah. That's a podcast day. That's oh. podcast drop day. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to be fired up. I'm going to be real fired up. So um, I, I, I think I, I think I'm good to share this. Uh, I'm pretty sure I am. I mean, I was it, I, yeah. I, I was told by someone who is very I was told by someone who's in the motherfucking room. All right. Like my source is in the room at these tables having these discussions okay. of what's going on. Okay. So some major, um, I'll, I'll share the rough outline, major, uh, television companies who own, you know, rights to maybe the big 10 or the pac 12, the sec, the ACC, the big 12, whatever it might be, they're going to get proposed by the big 10 and namely Ohio state, uh, this week that, Essentially, the college football season would start January 1st and it would start with an absolute bang on January 1st. It's all share. Um, So essentially what that looks like is kids go to campus. Mm -hmm. They leave for Thanksgiving uh, after Thanksgiving is when like practice would start. And you could essentially all form bubbles. Every team in the country could form a bubble. Well, also it looks like we're going to have a vaccine yeah. by fucking November. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's what it looks like. Uh, um, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of the anti-vax or the pro-vax or, you know, how people feel about vaccines. I have my own opinions. I'll keep those to myself because I know it's a very hot topic, a touchy, touchy topic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But essentially, college football could start January 1st with this scenario. With this scenario, a lot of the guys who are just going to go to the NFL would be able to would have time to play the season. And the NFL would kind of help out with their time schedule of how the draft works and everything here mm-hmm. as well. Um, so that's something that, that that's a very rough outline. So I know you guys um, are all sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for my next college football rant or update. Um, so, so there it is. TBD. I'm not in the fucking room. I just know I'm lucky to know someone who is, yeah. and you know, we, we were talking about, it. I think it's fucking wild. Honestly, the only thing I would just, I would just hate to see Michigan not get their ass beat this year. Yeah. I would hate that. It'll, I'm sure it'll happen. It will. Oh, it will. And <laughs> one way or another, <laughs> if not, you're going there. If not, I'm going there and I'm delivering. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, as, as I stroke my massive Ohio state ego, I want to get into the conversation of the day, which is your ego check. Um, so this is, this is a topic that I'm incredibly well versed in because I used to be the cockiest motherfucker. Man. Mm-hmm. I used to just be so cocky. And what like, mean used to every, yeah, right. <laughs> and every accomplishment was just like, like worn. I, I just threw it on the motherfucking table and yeah. everything we were doing and everything everything I had going on and it was all, it was the Justin show. It was all about me, 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 me. A lot of you guys listen might be, well, fuck, it still kind of seems like that. Well, you know, it kind of is, but, but now I, I wonder if there's some OG listeners that no, there are. remember those days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's people who follow me on Instagram for a while yeah. and you know, they'll remember those days and you know, there's, I don't want to turn this into a whole cocky versus confidence single, but that's kind of what we're going to talk about because being cocky isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like fake it. So you make it. Mm-hmm. There's a level of being extremely obnoxious within how cocky you are, which I have been there. Yeah. That you turn people off or you shove people away. It, it's almost in the same sense of you just talked about the authenticity of yeah. the podcast and how you yeah. strive to be authentic. Well, you've kind of shifted from, there was no authenticity. There. Yeah. It was all like, it fake. was all ego driven. It was all ego driven. Yeah. It was all like, give me more adulation mm-hmm. for the very minuscule achievements that I have. Yeah. But those achievements are, they're so much better than yours. Mm-hmm. This is why, <laughs> um, like that's kind of how it was. Were you a one upper? Um, so I will say I always have been, I'm gonna give myself some credit here. I've always been really good at investing into other people. Okay. Um, now if I don't like you, I'm going to tin up you, (laughs) but if I don't like you, there's probably a lot of reasons behind it. And I probably already tin up to you anyways. (laughs) No, I've always been, I've always truly been, even at a young age, I remember truly like finding every um, person very unique. And I want to know about their uniqueness Mm -hmm. because like, what's cool to me is like you and I have known each other for uh, about a year and a quarter, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, a year and a quarter, that doesn't account for the other 25 years of our lives. We didn't know each other. Yeah. So we still are 26 years of our lives. So we still ended up, we ended up right here Mm -hmm. from vastly different points Mm -hmm. and like literally vastly different. Our, our experiences throughout our entire life are very, very, very different. But then you tell me things like, you know, your parents watch a certain um, political news station that mine watch. Yep. Yep. And like, like, so there, there was, 
scenarios that were like yep. that were and we had similar family. I don't want to say issues. We had similar family junctions. Sure. Just items happening. Sure. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, we had very different Your parents yeah. are still together. <laughs> mine are not. Yeah. Vastly different. So yeah, yeah, vastly different, but quite similar. Mm-hmm. There's a feeling of very eerie similarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always found it so interesting that you're you know, you being a metaphorical or a, a, a figurative person walking in my life right now, man, what have you been through? What do you, what have you done? Yeah. Well, how did you end up right here in front of me right now? Yeah. To me, I've always found that so wildly unique. So I haven't ever really been one to like sit back and like, I'm going to let you finish your story. Yeah, I'm going to tell mine. <laughs> you wait till, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and then like, like the lay guy, my dick on the table. It's like the guy you were telling us about the gym. He was awful. Yeah. He was awful. Yeah. He was terrible. He's a one upper. He's but poor. He's a one upper, but he doesn't have anything to up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. I guess it's true. So, you know, it's um it's even when I was extremely cocky i i wanted to just know about other people i mean don't, mm-hmm. don't you guys agree don't you guys kind of think like it's kind of cool knowing other people like think about like your coworkers or stuff um like you obviously know all about your spouse or your significant other um you know if you've been together a decent amount of time like your coworkers, how'd you all end up in the exact same spot mm-hmm. like especially in austin texas i think that constantly drives me is like how often do you actually meet someone who lives here from here oh yeah you know I mean, it almost seems rare i've right? only met I probably two people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. it's absolutely bonkers, and everyone who lives here is very similar to each other. Mm-hmm. But no one in Austin seems to have similar ways of how they ended up here. Mm-hmm. And so you meet someone new here, and it like drives you to like, what do you do? Who yeah. are you? Yeah. Where are you from? What did you experience growing up? Mm-hmm. I just I I love. Like one of one of my favorite things to do, which obviously this pandemic has completely eliminated, is I'll make these new friends. Right. This is how me and Brandon, me and Jack got real tight. Mm-hmm. Is I'll make these new friends and you know, I invite them out for a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Let's go drink a fucking whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll start drinking whiskey all of a sudden. You know, you're you're one drink and you're just talking about life. You're two drinks in, you're talking about your partner. You're three drinks in, you're talking about how much you hate your job. Mm-hmm. You're four drinks in. Now this shit starts getting fun. Yeah. And now we start knowing each other. Yeah. And now, you know, I share secrets. You mm-hmm. share secrets. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're going back and forth. And really, that's to me, connecting. Yeah, yeah. I think that's an amazing way to connect. Yeah. And I enjoy bonding with people. As you know, I my bonding preference is one of three ways. Number one, it's it's over very good food. Not mm-hmm. just I don't want to go to Red Lobster. Yeah, I, yeah. you know I want to I, to I want to take you guys Red Ash or yep. I want to take you guys to uh, you know one of those places. Number two, it's just over whiskey. Yeah. Just over some whiskey. I'm not sure why. It's just whiskey. I don't fucking drink beer. I know I'm a fucking pussy. Um, <laughs> and wine doesn't really get me there. Yeah. With whiskey, I want to be social. Yeah. And and yep. I think a lot of people feel that way on whiskey. Yeah. Or number three, like, man, I just want to have you in my home. We can share a bong or, or, or a blunt. And, yeah. you know, we can like spitball back and forth, sit yeah. on the patio, sit in the living room, wherever. Mm-hmm. I believe that that's beautiful bonding time mm-hmm. for, oh, for yeah. people. And I think a lot of people kind of overlook that, but right now it's, it's been taken from us. Yeah. Like, you know what Megan and I were just talking about this today. We always make new friends. Yeah. Like every time we go to a rave, every time we go to the bar, we always leave with people's numbers and we make new friends. Sure. Right. This sure. is some swinger shit, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like some swinger <laughs> shit. This ain't no swinger <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but we, we always make friends. We're mm-hmm. out. And like, man, I, it was literally earlier today. She was like, when was the last time you made a new friend? And I was like, Oh yeah. 
I, I don't, it hasn't been since the Arm and Hammer concert earlier this year. Mm-hmm. That was in fucking January. Mm-hmm. But you know how fucking sad that is? That yeah, sucks. That's a long time. But anyways, anyways, back to cocky versus comedy. I mean, dude, what, what do you, how do you prefer bonding with people? Like, how do you prefer getting to know someone? I would say in similar aspects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy, I enjoy doing what people like to do. Yeah. And seeing what they like to is and watching them in their realm. So for instance, you at the gym, it's fun to train with you at the gym. We don't really talk. Yeah. Not very much. You know, it's very minuscule. And if you're really, really in in the zone, there's like no talking at all. Yeah. But I get to kind of learn who you are. Yeah. And your thing while you're doing your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if there's like a back in uh, high school, college, there's like musicians. Absolutely. You watch a musician, you hear, you hear how they sing, you hear how they play, whatever you see the emotion in there. You kind of learn who that person is. Yeah, I, I agree that seeing someone in their passion, yeah. and like in their element and then thereafter, then yeah. you can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I, I agree with the whiskey thing, you know, the, you know, smoking thing or yeah. just even there's one thing I really want to start doing with, yeah. with people. And like, I would, I would love to do this with you and Megan more often is yep. like taking small little trips. Yeah, I love that you know? shit. And, I love and that exploring shit. a new place. Yeah, because your curiosity peaks. It does with. Like, let's say the four of us all went somewhere. Your everybody's curiosity peaks in different ways, and and your curiosity peaks in the unknown. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you also get to see how people respond to the unknown. Yeah, because you know if you just go there by yourself, well, you can hold yourself into the hotel well, and like not yeah. leave. Anything. And you have your own little agenda. Yeah, exactly. But what if somebody else's agenda is something you didn't necessarily know? And everyone like. wants to appease everyone. Yeah. So we get a little taste of what everyone wants to do. Yeah. Like usually, whenever we do travel, I pick the place we eat. Mm-hmm. And that's dope. Like mm-hmm. that's that, for me, that's really fucking exciting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, I have nothing to do with the preparation of the meal, but then if you have a really good meal, y'all get to enjoy it together. If you have a poor meal, y'all get to fucking make fun of it together. Yeah, then, it's a, then it's a moment in time. Exactly. And then exactly. that moment in time is something therefore you hold together. From, from exactly. Forward. Yeah, exactly. So, so there's never an inherent loss, even if the meal sucks, which I think has happened like one or two times. Mm-hmm. Like even if the meal sucks, it's like, it's not an L it's like, like it's, a it's, it's an L. Snow. Yeah. At the Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, that's a cool spot for Fox, me because dude, we would wait. go there every morning i can't wait to yeah. go back there yeah and after this podcast drops uh two and a half days <laughs> you might already be there right now <laughs> I, I might be there right now who knows <laughs> check my location on ig <laughs> right um so back to cocky versus confidence i think that i, I think people are going to enjoy that little one-off right yeah there. yeah um the cockiness is truly just arrogance that's built upon outward sources like the people we commonly see have this they had a quick success they had an instant gratification that was a milestone that most folks have to grind for for years 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 on end maybe they were born into financial privilege don't even get me started on that (laughs) or They just seem to get a lot of praise. Yeah. Like, dude, how many people? I mean, fuck, dude, we come across people's Instagrams daily. Yeah. And it's like, what the, what do you do? Yeah. Like, like they're yeah. doing nothing. Yeah, dude. But they get a shit ton of praise. I'm like, dude, good for them. They're like, I'm not saying these people are cocky. I'm just saying, like, man, sometimes you just come across someone. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, oh, dude. what are you bringing to the world? I'm really confused what's happening, why people are following you. But then I become like enthralled by, like, what did you do to get this? Do you, you know, know who No Jumper podcast is? I do not. No. So he's super cool. He's like, okay. He's into hip hop. He's out in LA. He's okay. Online. And <laughs> he had this woman on who I guess got into the bubble and she's an, Insta- she's an Instagrammer. Wow. 
And I guess she was, it's either she was in the bubble or it was a, his, a previous, but the clip made it sound like it was current. Yeah. But it might not have been. Who knows? Anyway, she said, she goes, I was getting banged in the hotel room. Oh, my and then God. seven, seven people from the team walk in and she didn't drop who and what team. But then later on in the comments, she dropped all the players who she blew. That's right. I saw this on Instagram. So, and, and the point is not like the, the story. It's like that girl. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Who the <laughs> fuck are you? Yeah. You're literally the girl who sucks seven dudes, seven <laughs> NBA players dicks <laughs> yeah. in the bubble. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Congratulations yeah. for Jesus. being known as that. <laughs> but still, it's to your point. It's like, Can you imagine what, how, you, how was, was her agenda just like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I know. I'm beelining to this moment in time. Yeah. And I'll be famous. Isn't that hilarious? You imagine starting dating a girl in like three years and it's like, everything's going real well and it's super smooth <laughs> and all stuff. He just kind of start, you know, you, you get to the point where like, you just like, what did this person do to accumulate any sort of fame the, or success? I, you like you Google them. I feel a little stupid that I did this. So I, yeah. like I dove a little deeper in her Instagram yeah. and she's trying to start an OnlyFans. Oh, and she yeah. put on her story that at the, yesterday that she bought a bunch of dildos and shit oh my god and her only fans has like two followers no <laughs> it's not going well <laughs> but like like imagine that being the first google search of the person that you're currently seeing and it's like yeah. oh yeah oh that was okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how a, you became famous i know that was a one-off story but yeah. it's to your point of yeah how to, who is that well how? well that person went on a podcast and literally was boasting about you know things that a lot of people <laughs> look one blow job that's cool yeah two blow jobs all right we're getting a little frisky seven in three blow jobs <laughs> okay seven motherfucking blow jobs not to Dude. not to not to forget that she was also previously having sex like 30 seconds before that what she, oh she yeah, said, yeah she's in the hotel she goes i was in the hotel room no. getting banged uh, yeah. and then everyone walked in yeah. and then she just started sucking their dick so who was she banging dude that's wild anyway, another story well she shared the name i forget the name yeah. She shared the dude's name. Of course, the dude was I like, I found that dude. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. the dude ended up sharing on Twitter. That's what I saw. He ended up sharing on Twitter this <laughs> screen recording of his DMs. It was like, no, this bitch is crazy. And it's just her like DMing That's him right. all the time. That's right. I did see that. And like, there weren't any responses from him. Yeah. Like, none anywhere. Dude. Isn't that interesting? Okay. So, so that I girl, doubt it happened. That, that, that woman. Posts like Louis Vuitton and boys, bougie yeah. ass shit. Yeah. She makes money. Yeah. Somehow. So how and what does she do and yeah. how does she become who she is? Yeah. It, like, it, it could all be sex work, which I'm not even, you know, I, I don't. Sure. It, it, as long as, you know, it's with, as long as you're, legal. Um, <laughs> as long as you're, well, not even legal. Some of it's not, as long as you're like fulfilled by it or whatever, I guess. She sounds pretty fucking uh, you know? fulfilled, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, she sounds pretty fulfilled, <laughs> if you know what we're saying. <laughs> if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, um, that's interesting, though. That that was a really big thing, like not too long ago. And yeah, that dude shared that. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It would be awful. Honestly, it would be awful being a young NBA star, being in the limelight. Like, I think a lot of people <sighs> view it and they just think it's awesome. But like a lot of these guys, you know, it, along those uh, um, conversation of ego, yeah. a lot of these guys, man, it's like you're only in control so much when you're constantly, you have one good game. You're just praise. You're adulated. You're on the front of everything. You're on the fucking the New York times. And then you have a bad game and everyone just comes at your neck and scathes you and loathes you. Mm -hmm. Like, man, you know how hard that would be to like, be able to just like Luka Doncic, right? We just watched him hit that fucking three. And yep. this is a week later. Sure, Who knows yeah. what the fuck he's on the 23rd. Right on the 23rd, he hit that setback three to beat the Clippers. It's even yeah. the series two, two, right? Yeah. Like, dude, he's 21. Mm -hmm. And he's constantly 
just like imagine how difficult it is for him to feel human, which we're going to talk about later on in this mm-hmm. podcast. Um, so a lot, oftentimes we see the people who are really cocky. You know, speaking of the NBA, we mm-hmm. see a lot of this in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, we see people really, really cocky. Is it's just they need the praise, the gratification. They have this huge success, and they're a professional athlete. But let's look at the guys who are extremely confident, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking at the people who are truly self-assured. They know what they bring to the table. They know what they offer to the world. They know their place. They're realistic with who they are, what they are. And they're constantly fueled by further growth. They're constantly fueled as well, in my opinion, uh, by failures. Look at LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about the NBA. Mm-hmm. Look at Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the, look at Giannis. Mm-hmm. Ante Capunto. I might have got that right. I'm not sure. Like, look at those guys. And I know, I know. It's like, we just listed the top three players in the world. I know. I get it. Look at those guys. And you don't ever really see them being inherently cocky, right? Yeah. You kind of see, you know, these three guys after a game, it's, it's on me. Like I got to be better. It's like Kobe and, and MJ. It's, it's, it's like Kobe and MJ, you know, yeah. Kobe and MJ were definitely much more uh, flashy with their confidence. Okay. They were more, they hadn't, they just had an arrogant swag to them. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. To have. The, like the Tom reason, Brady has a very arrogant. Swag. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is because that documentary, you got a peek into side MJ. Dude, yeah. So that was really cool yeah. to, to, to break it down, man. I would pay a large sum of money to see one on LeBron. <laughs> or Kobe? I would pay or Kobe. Yeah. I would pay a massive sum yeah. to, to, to see that footage. Um, so I want you guys to understand cocky, it's arrogance built upon external values. You value external things. Oftentimes, like these are the people, oh my God, me and uh, Megan and AK were just talking about someone like this. Like these are the people who are living far outside their means mm-hmm. to look cool mm-hmm. or to get back at someone mm-hmm. or to do, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or be, well, you, you know, you guys said I couldn't do this, so I'm doing it. Like those yeah. are kind of those people. Commonly, they want to have a lot of luxuries. And look, I want to have a lot of luxuries in life too. Yeah, we all do. But I want to approach it in a good way. I want to approach yeah. it in a way that doesn't put me in mounds of debt. I, I've never <laughs> understood. Yeah, Jesus, I've never understood. I've been asked this a lot. These people, some people ask me, you know, why are are you doing this? Because you're trying to impress somebody. You're doing this to try to, try to prove somebody wrong. Yeah, not like a like a stranger, but yeah. like, are you doing this to try to prove your parents wrong for some yeah. reason, you know, as you've grown up or whatever? Yeah. I've never understood that for some reason, my brain can't comprehend no. that concept. Not at all. It's more to prove myself wrong yeah. or like in better, better myself in the sense of like, man, I'm kind of looking down on myself some days. Absolutely. And some days I'm looking on top. You know? I, you know, that's, that's really interesting that you bring that up. And I agree with that sentiment greatly as well. It's never really been about other people. Yeah. You know, sure. There's been, you know, um, there's been like quick hitting motivation mm-hmm. that comes from, you know, mm-hmm. so-and-so said this, Yeah. like, man, honestly, I feel like I grew up just kind of doubting myself a lot or just kind of, uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, doubting might be the right word. It might not. It's more so like, man, what, what, what are you like doing? What are you yeah. bringing to the table? Larry, are you offering anything? I've, you know, we've both alluded that on the podcast. Yeah. We kind of grew up not really like everyone else was just like chilling mm-hmm. and we didn't understand what our worth was mm-hmm. or like where it was going to come from or like yeah. the value. And like, we stressed more over that than we, well, we like were, did ch- we were chilling, but at the yeah. end of the day, you felt a little empty. Still. Yeah. It felt very empty. And so like, I agree with that. Like I'm trying to prove to myself that I'm something yeah. like that. I don't have empty value in this world. I, I want to be remembered, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be by fucking 10 people, 
it's better than zero. Right? Yeah. But I want to be remembered by the masses. I want to like change the industry. And I think that's really cool. When I first started saying that though, it was definitely all for personal gain. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was 100% okay. for personal gain. Sure. This was like back when I was like 22 after I got out of my uh, stint in professional football and uh, I didn't play professional football. This is your first time listening to the podcast. I did not play professional football. <laughs> I, was, I was a strength. I was an assistant. Strength. I was very low on the totem pole yeah. uh, as a strength coach. Uh, but back then I just told you I was the strength coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, I was the truth. I was really far down the list, but I was in the NFL. They chose me over a lot of other people. Cool. It's a title I would hold. It's a title I would hold. So <laughs> I'm like 22 and, you know, I get into more. I, re- I realized I really want to be a bodybuilder. I realized I wanted to just like coach people. And I realized that the work that it takes to be a strength coach is awful. Like I'm not mm. interested at all. And I'm quite frank. I didn't really give a shit how they did every mm-hmm. Sunday. <laughs> I didn't fucking care. I was tired. I wanted to go sleep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I got into this industry of fitness and personal training and coaching others. And I wanted to have a huge name so that I could have all the nice things. Mm-hmm. Right. And of course, that got me absolutely fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. But over time, the love and the passion for the industry, as you get to really know something, really embed yourself into it, it, it just, it, man, it grew into something I just never really imagined. Yeah. For like, it, it grew into me. I just crave, like, I, I, I would give up my team tomorrow if that meant that the industry was a better fucking place. Like, I'd figure out another fucking way yeah. to, to make cash. When I was growing up, my dad was a traveling salesman. Yeah. He did really well for himself. Yeah. Um, and so he took very good care of the family. And the whole aspect was make as much money as you can. Yeah, That's kind of what you grew up knowing. But I was like, pick a job, get, go to school, pick a job that you want to make a lot of money. Absolutely. Okay. Well, in airplane world. You make a lot of money. Absolutely. And you same to same as you quickly yep. learned that I was like, well, what am I this sucks. doing this for? <laughs> this yeah, sucks. It's yeah. not as, it's not as fun. And now no. for me, man, the, the nice messages and stuff I get yep. from the podcast or a photo or a video yep. or whatever. Like sure we, we made the Arnold video. People were like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. They were really impressed by it. Yeah. I was like, this is way better than a paycheck. Way better. Yeah. Right. And and it makes you feel an element of I'm adding value. I'm doing something. I'm making this a better thing. Um, you know, like you're correcting a missing piece. Yeah. And like, that's where real value kind of comes from. I feel mm-hmm. like. And so I want to get into kind of what hockey versus confidence looks like. And then I want to talk about maybe some ways we can, if you are finding yourself more inherently cocky than you are truly confident, maybe some ways that I found helped me during the transition of when I was, you know, 21, 22, 23, 24 into, Oh, you know, 25, it started changing 26. It was vastly different. Now it's at 27. It's, you know, just, it's literally about the betterment of others. Number one, Scott kind of already brought it up. Were you a one upper? Mm-hmm. Well, there's active listening versus just monologue. Mm-hmm. When you're monologue, it's like, finish your story, please. Okay. So when <laughs> I was 19, uh, like that's, that's no one. Listen, nobody gives a fuck, dude. I promise nobody is a fuck. Don't steal the light from someone else. Don't steal the thunder from someone else. Dude, is someone sharing an accomplishment and stuff? Dude, boast about it. Like, be hype about it. Be really, really, really genuinely excited about it. Because, man, you don't know. Sometimes these people, maybe that's like the, you know, the first time they really stepped out or or maybe they're just someone who doesn't feel extremely comfort, like sharing much, a a ton of accomplishments about themselves. Yeah. And they felt like this was a really good one. Mm -hmm. 
and you shit it on their parade. Yeah. Like now yeah. the next time they're just not going to fucking share. It. And then they have no one to tell. And then they feel less fulfilled because mm-hmm. there is a massive part. Look, you can say all you want, like, don't do it for the validation of others. Don't do it for X, Y, Z. No, that's fine. Well, and that goes a very long way. Mm-hmm. And I truly, truly, truly believe like there's items that, you know, happen within our circle that we share with nobody. Mm-hmm. We just keep it to ourselves. And I think that I think that's what true authenticity is. Mm-hmm. Look, there's some fucking things that he boasted about. Yeah. There's some things that you want to tell others and you want to get the praise and, and, and adulation mm-hmm. and that fuels you. And, you know, as narcissistic as it sounds, we all have that want we all crave being told we're good enough yeah and you couldn't take the time to tell that person that they were good enough there's something there's something that everybody loves to do or loves to just loves absolutely right and so if they're sharing with you what they love yeah then it's it should be celebrated it should be celebrated yeah yeah Yeah, i'm not saying you have to always do that like if you hate doing that then you should look at yourself a little more yeah but you should want to celebrate those people for sharing that because like Justin just alluded to, or even if they had a whole, like what if their day was shitty? Yeah, exactly. The whole day was terrible. And this could have been the and pivotal this moment. And they're yeah. like, okay, I'm going to talk about myself because I feel good about myself. Yeah. Today. And then you tell your friend that you bag, you, you know, got this chick's number. Yeah. And he's like, dude, but look at the girl I got. And you're like, yeah. Oh. And now it's like, great. Thanks, man. Like yeah. really fucking appreciate yeah. it, douchebag. <laughs> yeah. That's not fucking cool. Nobody yeah. likes that. And we've all been in those situations. We all know how shitty those situations feel, but we've all also been the other person in those situations mm-hmm. as well. And I think again, like what was discussed in this podcast, assessing yourself, looking in the mirror and understanding where your downfalls are. I think there's real power in that. And this can be one of those times to make sure don't ever be that person. Or if you find yourself being that person again, take a step back, like yeah. retry out of like fuck i'm sorry i should not have made that about me like this was so about you it just came to my mind and that's perfectly acceptable as well that's great humility i was gonna say that i think there's a really good way to manage Mm -hmm. um because it i've noticed that you and i seem to be really good at this is when you say something that's happened or something that's happening that I tend to have a similar story. Yeah. But it's not stealing the limelight. No. In a way. But it's no, almost like build upon each it's other. It's almost like relating to it. Yeah. And I think that's a really nice balance to be in. 100%. If you can just relate it, tie it in, and then, you know, dude, share your dubs too. Sure. Like, like we're not telling you to just like, hold it to the vest because someone else shared one for the night. And we can only have one a night, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. like share your dubs too. It's like, make sure it's in a tasteful manner. Yeah. So are you listening just to talk about yourself are you listening to actually engage and invest into somebody else you're also going to notice when you start viewing your relationships or your communication uh, with others as an investment you're also going to notice that you likely start surrounding yourself with much more applicable folks towards your future goals Mm. or towards where you want to be or whatever you visualize yourself as when you really start viewing it as an investment because quite frank it is an investment. Whenever we talk about investments, it seems to be financial, right? Mm-hmm. Well, your energy, your brain power, your time, those are all investments too. So if you start viewing them as such, I bet you you're going to find yourself in a really, really, really good crowd of people as well. Because if you're actively investing in others and they're shit fucking people, well, your ROI is going to be terrible, mm-hmm. right? Your return on investment is not going to be very good. If you're actively investing in these people and they just suck, at some point, you're, you know, the, the candle's going to burn out. It's going to fucking dim a bit sure. here. Like, Man, I don't want to be around that fucking person anymore. Yeah. 
So make sure you're an active listener. Don't be a fucking monologue type person where it's just about please finish telling your story so I can talk about me. Dude, don't fucking be around that. You, th- those people don't fucking deserve good friends. <laughs> Ambition versus ruthlessness. I think this is a really big one. So my ambition used to be um, essentially shadowed within ruthlessness. Um, Ambitious people kind of relish and exacerbate their talents to the world, right? They don't really feel threatened by other people. They don't really feel threatened by success. They, They kind of open learning from other people, but they also open providing what they've learned about X, Y, or Z into a conversation, right? Well, ruthlessness is when you, you're just at the top. No one else is, mm-hmm. you know, downplay everything else. If there's a data point or anything else, it doesn't fucking apply to me because this is where I'm at. This is where you're at. It's set in stone. It's cemented, period, done. Well, that's not going to get you very far. That's how you're going to be very close. My, you know, as I was saying that there were a lot of trainers that came to mind. Oh yeah. And you see all of them have very similar businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they pay their bills. They have a little bit extra, Mm -hmm. you know, if they really, you know, if if they have a few good months, you know, they'll, they'll give themselves a vacation or something. feel like they've earned it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But man, they just think their shit doesn't stink. Yeah. When in reality, their shit smells worse than everyone else, you know, <laughs> yeah. because there's so many holes and there's so many flaws within who they are as people, but they just won't open themselves up to actually be able to accept that. Yeah. Right. Um, whereas like people just with true ambition, see true ambition is I need to find a way. It's not necessarily I'll do this at all costs. I need to find a way to make something happen here. And so if you along the journey of finding a way to make something happen, you're going to realize, you know, as I'm finding out in our new business venture, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that you can kind of cast the net on to learn from. You need to open your mind and kind of put your um, preconceived thoughts to the Mm -hmm. side and allow them to fill their mind with what you know, their experience in a certain expertise is. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of use your filter of what you need, what you don't need, Mm -hmm. what you can maybe save for later. And you add that to your preconceived notions. Mm -hmm. If you think you're just right, if you quite frank, if you think you're just right, you're wrong. Yeah. Because there's so many, you know, there's uh what's the saying? There's a thousand ways to skin the cat. Or like oh, now yeah. it's become yeah. more PC. Yeah. There's like a thousand ways to climb the mountain, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> um, it's kind of like it, it's also kind of like leading from the front or leading from the back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, which do you which, which do you want to go? Um, you know, there's pros and cons of you know both of those directions i feel like if you lead from the front that's the ambitious type because yeah. eventually you're going to have a group of people who are similarly ambitious as, as ambitious as you are with a similar goal yeah and you're all going to go that direction together yeah but if you lead from the back you're just kind of hiding behind the wall i do kind of agree with that i yeah. do kind of agree with that and you know it's it's interesting because wolves when you yeah, look at a pack kind of, of thinking wolves, about. yeah um isn't the leader always behind and the yeah. isn't the oldest and weakest in front mm-hmm. the leader's behind yeah. yeah i don't agree with that <laughs> I, I was more thinking of the main I, image i, I think was, of the lions the main image i was thinking of is i don't know if you've ever seen it it looks it's like an old mayan yeah. picture and it looks like it's it's carved in stone it's an image yeah and it's a dude on his throne wh- yeah. whipping the slaves yeah and then another dude in the front with the they're still slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, 
but he's pulling in front. Yeah. And they're pulling with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the image I was yeah. referencing. Dude, that does make a fuck ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they all go, we're that leader. I just realized that, that they're goes. still slaves. So, yeah. 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 They're still slaves, but there's, we're in the modern yeah, world. There's still right a now. hierarchy <laughs> within, there's still a hierarchy within those folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I, I, I think that's, I think that's very realistic. I always kind of relate it back to lions because I kind of like lions. If your pride's under attack, the motherfucking boss is coming to play. Sure. 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 <laughs> and that's how I like leading. If we're yeah. under attack, the boss is going to come play. And yeah. You don't want that. So ambition versus ruthlessness. Ambitious is calculated. Ambitious is open-minded and ambitious is driven. Ruthlessness, you're closed off. My shit don't stink. It's my way or it's the highway. Okay. Flow with ambition. You're going to notice that's going to get you a lot further. There's a very hard cap on ruthlessness where there's a very open flow with ambition. Another item. Human versus perfection. Folks who are very confident in themselves, they just allow themselves to be human, be vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Whereas some folks just want to be a robot. They 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 want to you know everything they do it they they, they can't mess up. Oh, they can't yeah, mess up. Dude. So like one of these people, if they had a podcast, they would mm -hmm. edit the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the um call her call her daddy. Call her, Call her daddy. Yeah. Like their whole podcast is so edited. Dude, there's like, a lot of YouTubers that really that script out yeah. like pages yeah, of scripts. Bradley, Bradley Martin did that shit. Why? He used to do that. I think that's so wild. I, I get a script if you need a guide. Like, so if I'm teaching you about a camera, yeah. I kind of need a guide. You have notes. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you're not hiding the notes. It's yeah, a guideline. No. Yeah. Nonetheless, if you deviate from that, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. But actually scripting everything you're going to say that's very fucking weird yeah super <laughs> but weird. like call call her daddy they record for like five hours and then like they edit it down oh, into like pieces hour. i yeah. didn't know that oh yeah wow, yeah she's stupid. talked about it. it was when the whole breakup thing was going down yeah. megan was like playing it for, i don't know why but i was listening to it like <laughs> I, I could literally feel my brain cells exploding <laughs> at the time and honestly i smoke way too much weed to sacrifice yeah, anymore that's fair but whatever i was listening to it and i was like damn that's really how they do it like it it takes you five hours to record that piece of Could shit you, fucking production. Let's let's back it up. Can you imagine being the no. edit, editor? She edits. She edits her own she stuff. Yeah, man, she's bored all day. She's bored. Yeah, she's bored. five hours of podcasting. Yeah, and not to well, they only do one a week. They do five hours of a of a record, and it takes her seven days to edit. Yeah, it's stupid as fuck, right? It's so stupid. Okay. Like, I can't imagine being that fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Quite frank. Well, wow. for a lot of other things they yeah. say too. Every time I've heard her talk about a blowjob, I'm like, if, that, if a girl does that shit to me, it is done. Like, I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm, I'm packing my shit and leaving. She's Every the time, girl who got famous off of blowies. She literally did. And like, they talk about sex and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, yep. Yeah, um, I'm pretty decently experienced I in would, the whole sex realm, and this isn't a thing. I'd love to see the demographic of that show. Oh my. My God, yeah. I would love to. Anyway, a lot of our listeners might listen to that show, and if you do, I apologize. If That's you do, a I hope it's out of mockery <laughs> production. Yeah, I hope it's out of mockery. Yeah, it's a piece of shit production. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think well, we're all piece of shit people. One of the biggest uh, things I found most YouTubers say is avoid perfection. Yeah, always in this in the aspect we're talking. Well, about you want you want to yeah. be able to you want people to relate to you. Yeah, authenticity. Yeah, right. Yeah. We fuck up. Yeah, like, there's times that. 
we fuck up or I say something that's not completely accurate, dude. This is so funny. I was talking about uh, the fat loss physiology. Yeah. And someone tried like DMing me to like correct something. Okay. And I was like, hey, look, that's why like this is unedited. This is like all this stuff. And she was like kind of trying to attack me a little bit. Oh. And so actually what I ended up doing, I actually went back and like played the P and I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Dude, if if I fuck so homie, I'm sitting here, come on the show and debate me at any yeah. time. You think you're really fucking smart it, it than me. It's gonna be when Sam was here. But yeah, 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 it did, didn't it? Yeah. But um, I went back and actually listened to the podcast. I was like, no, I said everything perfectly right here. Mm. But, and, you know, anyways. She's just regardless. trying to attack you. She's just trying to, yeah. Whatever. People just, you know, want to hate. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> so humans don't really believe they're inherently better than others. But it's perfectly acceptable to understand you've put the work in to be at a high, um, almost on a pedestal yeah. versus others maybe in your field. Okay. But if you leave your fucking field and you're still on this pedestal, look. I go to the grocery store. It's very rare. Someone knows who I am. Right. I would say like one out of every 10, eight times I go out in public, someone recognizes. me. Okay. It's not, I leave my fucking industry and no one knows who the fuck I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm nobody. Yeah. The only reason that person knew me is because they like are their, their hobby is within my industry as well. Yeah. Like I think this is a big thing with fitness influencers. Okay. Is get this following. 500,000 people. Ugh, I'm famous. I'm insta famous, right? I'm going to sell a product. I'm, I'm going to sell product. I'm going to make clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make butt workouts. <laughs> leggings? Do you need more leggings? <laughs> you need more leggings that are just like everyone else's fucking leggings? <laughs> you need more Gymshark ripoffs? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Everyone's a big Gymshark ripoff, right? Is, dude. So, um, you start, you know, doing your little thing. You don't realize in the grand scheme of it, 500,000 people isn't that much, yeah. right? But you just tell yourself that you're someone they're not where you constantly have to present yourself in only perfection mm. or whenever you're seen anywhere, it can't be less than dialed the fuck in, mm-hmm. dialed the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Look, that's not realistic. That's not authentic. People love flaws because flaws is what equalizes the person that they're putting on this pedestal mm-hmm. versus who they are. Mm-hmm. Because quite frank, a very small amount of people, extreme outliers, were born with something that everyone else doesn't have. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I wasn't one of those people. Mm-hmm. I'm very self-aware that, man, I work really fucking hard to be really fucking good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate to somewhere online develop a personality that I think personally is dope. Yeah. Some people find really annoying and, and, and at a huge turnoff, mm-hmm. but some people are attracted to it and think it's dope. And that's why they tune into the podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not special. Mm-hmm. It's just, I was able to, to build intrigue yeah. around the business yeah. around what yeah. I do and, and who we are yeah. and what we do. Yeah. So if I just like, like if, if we edited this podcast and I never cussed, Mm -hmm. right. I never cussed. There were never pauses. Yeah. There were never heavy breaths. Like there (laughs) were never any of those things. How many times do you hear someone interviewing? Do you hear? (sighs) You're all laughing. Yeah. You guys don't understand how much oxygen it takes to fuel (laughs) to us. 272. (laughs) Everybody's laughing their ass off. See, I can make fun of myself. It's funny as fuck. Like when I am at expos, like next week in Charleston, like, Oh, uh, I will, there will be a time where I meet an abundance of people at once yeah. and I'm really excited and I need to catch my breath. <laughs> you know, while I'm talking like dude, it's a full, it's, 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 it's me. It, it, I'll never forget this video we did. It was back in the whiteboard. Days, <laughs> yeah, I remember this back one. downtown. Yeah. And the guy said, why does it sound like he has a hard time breathing? <laughs> 
because I do, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! Never no, that. But actually, you know what's funny is you know I, I don't. Actually, what's wild is I've kept myself incredibly healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of two hundred seventy pound bodybuilders are on um, uh, the um, CPAP. Right. Oh, it's a, it's okay. a sleep. It helps yeah, you like yeah. breathe when you sleep because yeah. they all have sleep apnea. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't fucking have that because I keep myself in enough cardiovascular shape and I keep my lungs healthy enough mm-hmm. that I don't fucking need that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. But I get really excited and I talk really fast. Mm-hmm. And if you think I talk fast, you should see how fucking fast my brain works. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like five seconds behind my brain. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I forget things <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> because I'm so far ahead and I get in this role. Yeah. Right. So it's it's beautiful that you know it's it's one of my flaws i mean fuck if you ever watch the youtubes on here you'll see me a couple times out of the podcast i might pick my fucking nose yeah dude yeah. i'm a fucking human yeah, dog. It, it needs to go <laughs> it needs, it's, it's bothering me and it's gotta fucking go so i'm not gonna leave it be <laughs> i mean i know there's enough times where i'm fucking with this microphone and i hate this pop filter you hear that <laughs> yeah yeah jesus yeah man you need to remind me to get you one of these now come over to the roadside we're all right the roadside of things if, well, when we do the Lipton's, we'll yeah, we'll do that. Tony, Tony will get it done. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> humans first perfection. Show your flaws because your flaws are beautiful. Your flaw, your flaws are what builds a fan base, if you will. And you might be someone again. You're saying they're like, I don't want a fan base. No, 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 no. You still need to have an element of supporters. Mm-hmm. No matter who the fuck you are, you mm-hmm. need to have an element of supporters. If you're achieving big things, these supporters turn into your fans. How do they turn into your fans? They promote your product. They buy your product. Mm-hmm. Like Jason, for example, with Uphill Battle. Yeah. We're, we're fans of his. Yeah. We yeah. buy yeah. his shit. We promote his shit. He doesn't ask us or give us anything. Yeah. We we pay for it. Mm-hmm. We promote it. Mm-hmm. And we put it out there and hope that our people convert. And, and, and I think about perfection. I try to think about back when I was like let's say it's like 10 11 yeah and you had a friend or maybe you had a brother or sister oh yeah and they were the perfect oh yeah sister and you're like i hate that person you hate them i hate that person yeah because they're perfect yeah and i can't be perfect yeah like where's your flaws yeah yeah and and you're looking for it but like you can see from that instance as a young very very young individual you notice that perfection is kind of annoying yeah perfection is extremely annoying yeah and and you know i think that's why uh well nah, never mind i'm not going to <laughs> i'm not going to mention now everyone's sitting there like what was he going to say but it, honestly it's i'll just, edit it i'll edit it out yeah <laughs> we'll edit it out here we go you're not even going to know what happens boom i wasn't going to say anything motherfuckers <laughs> i'm coming at you friday it's live and direct yeah. Shit. <laughs> so how do we transition number one number one we establish self-belief and we start asking others for feedback. I think this is huge. Um, a lot of my clients, oftentimes I'll just straight up ask, how you doing? Do you like me? <laughs> Do you like what I'm doing? <laughs> like what were your expectations versus what am I offering? Yeah. And you know, it feels really fucking good or I pride myself in making sure I never get negative feedback. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it feels really fucking good that, you know, calmly they say, yeah, this exceeds my expectations. Mm-hmm. Like this is fucking dope. I love everything about this. This is everything I wanted and more. What do you do when you get negative feedback? You know, what's wild. The only time I get negative feedback is like, and, and truly like, this is so bizarre. Dude. Mm-hmm. This is so, I was talking to a, um, Alexa and Megan about the other night. I never get negative feedback when I ask people. Hmm. And then, you know, something will happen. Do you think they're afraid and to tell you because they're you're the coach? 
No, I don't think so at okay. all. No, I have a very, with the people I'm asking this in, I, I have very good relationships okay. with them. Okay. Like this isn't like the brand new client, like during the headlights, like sure. starstruck type thing. Yeah. This is like, like we have a relationship at okay. this point. So what's interesting is, you know, you get really tight with clients, mm-hmm. right? Well, you know, there's a lot of people who I've gotten tight with who have honestly left the team and said it's too competitive or, you know, the team's like growth scares them mm-hmm. or, you know, they, you know, my expectations are really fucking high. We've talked about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, or I fucking kick you off the team. That has happened. That has fucking happened. But what's interesting is like, those are commonly the people who end up later on, way later on like months down the road. Now they're giving negative feedback. So how was it when you were with me, everything was fine and dandy and good. And then months down the road, there's this negativity that comes about me or my team. Mm -hmm. When you're still watching from afar, watching us grow, watching us win trophies every single week, watching us have a 100% top five finish rate so far this year, knock on fucking wood. Like you're watching us do these huge things. And now you have negative animosity Mm -hmm. because you once were part of it. This is, you know, something I want to talk to Casey about really bad. How does this happen? What's the phenomenon behind these people were ride or die, mm-hmm. but the expectations caught up to them and they yeah. were like, fuck, I can't handle this. I don't need, I need something less than this. Yeah. So this coach is, you know, earlier on, or this coach is doing whatever this coach coach is that way. So I'm going to go to that person, dude, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Cause honestly, you gotta be a dog to hang with me. Yeah. You really gotta be a motherfucking dog to hang with me. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden there's this whole negative connotation, like, hold up. Last time we talked, we were cool. Yeah. But I think it's a few items. Number one, we used to be really tight. Mm-hmm. Honestly, dude, when you leave my team, we're probably not going to talk. Yeah. Like, like I, I have a full fucking slate. Yeah. And I'm constantly doing that. I don't really talk to people outside my clients or my immediate, you know, team here, you know, with, within Austin. I don't like have a lot of friends outside this, which is okay. You know, I I will, you know, one day I have a lot of friends. I don't have time for it. So like me managing a friendship of someone who's not on my, you know, immediate life anymore. is hard, dude. It's Mm. fucking hard. Like four or five, four out of every five times my fucking niece calls. I'm not even in a place where I can answer. Yeah. You know, like that, if, if I can't answer my niece, I definitely don't have time for anything else. You know, if it makes anybody feel better, I don't get a response sometimes. We're not going to talk about it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually when I ask something that's not business related. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. It's usually the, when are we going to the gym? I'm trying. 2 yeah, p.m. It's all good. We're going at 2 p.m. We're 1230 today. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's a very interesting phenomenon. So to your question, like what's the negative feedback you get? Do the negative feedback I get is the expectations are too high or the clientele that I have fucking scares people. And quite hmm. frank, you know, that's, that's, then it's mutually beneficial if we aren't together. That's good feedback. Yeah. 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 Oh, Fuck yeah! I, I wanted feedback. that. Yeah, I wanted. I want this to be a That's place you're scared of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to fucking feel comfortable here. You better not. Okay. I'll tell you, comfort does not win championships. Yeah. Being uncomfortable fucking does. Yeah. Comfort does not get one hundred percent top five placing finish. Yeah, what was it? It was Hannah eighty twenty. Yeah. 8020 doesn't exist. Yeah. Did you see that today? Yeah. Hannah made that really good post talking about no, if you're a lifestyle, like our pricing for all my coaches who do contest prep and lifestyle, it's the same for both because mm-hmm. you both get the same amount of fucking effort from us. Mm-hmm. But the expectations, mm-hmm. the exact fucking same too. Yeah. If you're a lifestyle client, they're at 8020. 
Yeah. You better be executing like a contest prep client. We don't need to get you on stage. You don't need to look like, dude, I hate when people come to me like, I want to look like a competitor, but I want to compete. So that's impossible. I said that once. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's impossible. It, it cannot happen. That's now, fair. That's can fair. you be a large muscular man and turn heads at the gym, but not compete? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. how I take that is like, you want to walk around at 5% body fat peeled out of your fucking mouth. I'm not competing, bro. I'm not, I'm just, you know, I'm just lifting. While you're on a series of drugs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like on a shit ton of drugs. Like, do you really want to know what it's like being a competitor or not? Um, so there is no 80-20 here. There's no difference in pricing here. It's all the same fucking expectation. You check off the the you, you check the box every single day. You handle your fucking shit every day. Period. Point blank. It's really that fucking mm-hmm. simple. Right? So um, and I, I think I think people grow best in that environment. And we have a lot of you know data that that would say that as well. Okay, so take feedback, but take it as empowering and then actually apply it to fix the if there's flaws in who you are or flaws in your system, fix it. Now you might be there. How do I establish self-belief? I think a large element of this is constantly visualizing where you want to be. It's like the fake it till you make it, but you're doing it all internally, right? So visualize what you want to be. Affirm yourself that you are going to get there. I don't want you constantly affirming yourself. You are enough. You are good enough. I know this goes completely against the political correct movement on social media. You are enough. If you're not fucking doing enough Mm -hmm. to get to the visualization, you're not being enough. Yeah. All right. Point blank. Period. You want politically correct. Don't fucking come to me. That's for sure. But you guys already knew that. Do something that scares the shit out of you every day. For me, it's easy. I go in the gym and I fucking train. That scares the absolute fucking shit out of me. That's awful. I take a rest day and I go for a huge, a super long walk, but with extreme intent. And I know by the end of this walk, my hamstrings and my calves are going to be on absolute fucking fire. That scares me. Mm-hmm. So it's just a physical feat, mm-hmm. right? But it's all unlocked because of where I can go mentally. It was like today's again, uh, this week, Monday. Sunday, yeah, his leg press. Yeah, it's said you went press. eleven after. Yeah, my, my my last set was eleven past failure. Yeah, so I was dug into the seat. I started assisting myself with my hands on my knees, pushing, fucking eleven past failure until I literally could. I didn't have enough upper body strength to push my lower body to be able to complete the lift. <laughs> like, you know how fucking uncomfortable it was. I laid on the ground for fifteen minutes. I actually threw up. So a lot of people like threw up into your mouth, like a little bit of you know, reflux came. Yeah, no, yeah. I had a, I had gobs that were in my mouth. I wasn't able to fucking oh, get bro, up from. Bro. I had, dude, I'm yeah, about that. No. Oh my God. I told fucking David and no, Brandon, you didn't, you didn't that hear shit. that. No. You, damn. Everyone else knew about it. And I had to fucking swallow shit back down and go fucking, it. it was disgusting. Nice. Anyways, now that you're all turned off by me for the day. Um, <laughs> so do something that scares the shit out of you. Question your critic. We're constantly micromanaging and, 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 and just picking ourselves apart. Question it every single time. Why do I think I am X? Why do I believe currently Y about myself? Um, why is Z happening to me right now? Question your critic. All right. Self-talk. We talked about this. Switch negative uh, words, negative thoughts, negative emotions, switch them to positive. It's a constant act. You're able to rewire your brain. Your brain's incredibly malleable. You have a negative thought, negative word, negative something. You owe yourself three positives right away. You will rewire. It's malleable. The two biggest ones beyond beside visualizing is you don't have a visualization. You literally, quite frankly, you don't have anything. Help others. Help other fucking people. I don't even need to elaborate on that. Help other fucking people. And then have winning expectations. Everything you do, 
you should expect to come out with a W. It's not always scores, not always kept in physical points. Scores always being kept and just who the fuck you are to the world, what you're giving to the world, what you're providing to the world, what you're bringing to other people, what you're bringing to yourself, how you're showing up for all of the tasks that you have day over day. So check your ego. Are you inherently cocky? Are you inherently confident? I can promise you, I can promise people elevate. That's not the right word. Levitate. That's not the right That's word. Not the, yeah. What the fuck word am I looking for? Gravitate. <laughs> Levitate, Jesus. Towards people with confidence. Because people don't want to be around cocky. So check your ego, check what you're bringing to the table, bring something really fucking good and then establish self-belief. And I bet you your entire life's going to change. Episode 79. I'll see you next time.